0: La emoción de la libertad. Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500 hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. International. It's a pleasure to spend thirty minutes with you every Wednesday morning, five twenty to five fifty a.m. On His Word, His Presence and His Power. On Love 99.5 FM. You know what? Tune in every Wednesday morning. And you'll have a word in season for the rest of your day. It's going to be special every Wednesday and life transforming. God bless you. Well, we want to deal this very morning with a continuation of our series on faith. And today I want to deal with The operation of faith. How your faith operates. People know faith. They try to understand faith. But how do you set your faith in motion? And there's a precious scripture. In Hebrews chapter 11. Verse number 13. That will help us. These all died in faith. Not having received the promises. But having seen them afar off. And were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Wow. It's it's such a powerful scripture. I read it years ago and I learned a lot from it. Now let's pick it up and break it down and help us understand how faith works or should work. <laughs> when it says these all died in faith what it's trying to say is that all these people in what I call the hall of faith that the Bible mentions here Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Abel, Noah, Enoch, when they were dying, they had not lost their faith. They kept believing until their death, and their faith is still operational today. The faith of Jesus is still working. How is the faith of Jesus working? Souls are still being saved, the sick are being healed. The oppressed are being delivered. How is the faith of people like Isaiah still working? The prophetic utterances they gave still function in our lives today. So these all died in faith. And sometimes the promises God made them, the Bible tells us in the New Testament that without us these promises are not complete. And some of them when they were dying, they had not seen The promises. But this is the way it worked. Very simply, the scripture says, but they saw it afar off. Now, there's a very powerful man of God who a similar thing happened to. Moses, after disobeying God, went on top of the mountain. And God showed him the promised land, which he should have entered. But the fact that he struck the rock twice. Instead of speaking to the rock the second time. So even though Moses did not step in the promised land he saw it afar off that is the first principle of the working of our faith what are you seeing today hopelessness despair contention battles whatever you give attention to will become you if you give the devil attention he will give you direction if you give God attention he will also give you direction but for good Because he who has begun a good thing in you will bring it unto a completion by the coming of Christ. He knows the thoughts he thinks towards us. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, they are thoughts for the good and not for evil, but to bring us unto an expected end. Remember, Moses saw the land afar off, and that is important. What you see is what you get. And I want to recode that scripture I did last week in chapter 15 of Genesis. God asks Abraham a vital question. What do you see, Abraham? Abraham was in darkness in the tent. So he says, come outside. Behold the stars. If you can count them. He was trying to switch visions. From visions of despair, fearfulness, hopeless state he was in, no child to one of hope, and God always through His Word tries to get us to focus on reality's possibility. So Abraham's faith was shifted, twisted, right, refocused. It's a similar question he asked Jeremiah. Jeremiah, what do you see? It says, I see the rod of an almond tree. Then God says to Jeremiah, you have seen right. I will quicken, hasten my word to perform. When we see the way God wants us to see, the possibility of fulfillment is assured. You are getting up today, going to work, going to drive your car, going to take a bath. You are crying. You're weeping. You are down there. You've lost all your money. And these days with all this crypto thing around, people can lose hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars and millions in a split second. But don't give up. What do you see? When we started church, I remember, I had begun to understand this scripture. We have 50 chairs in a small room. And any time that I would preach to 19 people, I would see myself preaching to 50 people. With time, the room was filled with 50 people. Then the varanis, and we have to move. Today, I am seeing the thousands and the thousands and possibly the tens of thousands. That's my vision. Any time I am preaching, at the Father's Cathedral Family Chapel International, Kumasi, I see the thousands. That is the way your faith must work. See the possibility. Keep believing God. And God will do great and mighty things in your life. See what you want to see. Envision what you want to receive. And they saw it afar off. The second thing about this is they were persuaded of them. The word persuasion means convinced beyond a reasonable doubt. And I'm convinced that neither, nobody, nothing in this life can tell me that God does not exist. He exists. He's alive. He's mighty. He's our good Lord. He's a healer, he's a blesser, he's a deliverer, and he does great and mighty things. I am persuaded. If you're not convinced beyond a reasonable doubt about whatever you're doing, the possibility you fail is great. When you're convinced or persuaded about something, you get up with joy to do that particular thing. You get up with hope, you get up believing that it's worth it. The things that you believe are worth it. Be convinced beyond a reasonable doubt, be persuaded about them that one day there will be a fulfillment. So, number one, they saw what they wanted afar off, number two, they were persuaded, number three, they embraced them. To embrace, you only embrace that which we love. And that's very important. Embrace your dream, your goal, your vision. Fall in love with it over and over and over again. Dream it, see it, talk it, believe in it. When a young man finds a lady he's interested in, he can't stop talking about her. He talks about her by day, by night. And the lady also keeps ringing and calling. she's embraced the relationship and God willing within a time they said we want to take it up a notch and they get married exciting if you don't embrace what you believe in it can never come to pass you have to fall in love with your dreams and visions I've been preaching since my twenties and now I am over 60, but I still rise up every Sunday, wanting and desiring to preach. I'll preach till the day the Lord takes me away. Because when I get up, it's exciting. And I want to talk about what Jesus is doing and what he will do. And it's strange. For all these years, since my 20s, up till today, almost 40 years, I always get a fresh message because I love what I do. I love to seek the face of God for exciting things. I love coming to church. I love coming to family chapel. I love meeting the people. I've never regretted God calling me or entering ministry. We tend to regret because our love grows cold. And because the marriage it's no more exciting, and we should have married Kofi or Ajua instead of Kwabe or Ya, but one had more money than the other. But somebody said, So you went for the chadia, and then now everything is a mess. Life has much more meaning than that. But if you love what you're doing you keep doing it. Like the gentleman videoing me today. Wonderful, wonderful guy. It's called perfect. Use him one day. Anytime you come into the city, you ask for perfect. He loves it. He sets up. He does great programs. Praise and worship programs. He does all kinds of programs. And he's there. His expertise, his his commitment. Because he loves what he's doing. And he's smiling slowly there because I'm promoting him. And now he's laughing. But he loves his job. I've watched him for years. This young man loves his job. And because of that, he does his job. Whatever you're doing that your heart is not in it, it becomes a problem. It doesn't help the operation of your faith. And they embrace them. And then the next thing is they confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on this earth. So the next word is in the operation of faith is they confessed. So number one, they saw it afar off. Number two, they were persuaded. Number three, they embraced. Number four, they confessed. Confession is absolutely imperative to the fulfillment, of visions and dreams. Don't stop speaking about the good things you expect to happen in your life. The more you talk about them, the more the possibility of fulfillment. Whatsoever man confesseth, that becomes him. That shall he receive. And it's important. We will eat the fruit of our lips. So it's vital that day in and day out, You keep speaking that which is good. It's important. I am a child of God. I am blessed of God. I am favored of God. One thing I do almost every day when I sit in my car. Father, I take oil. anoint myself and I say, family chapel is blessed. I am blessed. My kids are blessed. My wife is blessed. My loved ones are blessed. My siblings are blessed. We are kept. We are protected. We are healthy, we are healed, we are delivered, we are protected. It's been my confession for years. And it's important that you also make a good confession every time, every day. So that God who hears it, who is the high priest of our confession, Jesus, will speak it before the throne of God and say, my son says it's a blessed day. And then you begin to see a change in your life remember make the right confessions and as you make the right confessions good and great and mighty things will happen in your life you know confess right line up your thoughts and confess right then There is a scripture that ends it all. (laughs) In the book of James, it says, Show me your faith, and I'll show you my works. James chapter 2. I want to read from verse 16. And one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, be ye warmed and filled, notwithstanding. You give them not those things that are needful to the body, what doth it profit? Now, verse 17, Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. James chapter 2, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. So, you can see it, embrace it, but you need to do it because faith is not only only latent, it is kinetic means it is not dormant but it's moving it functions like a river when it is dammed and the water is let down those turbines produces electricity and in the home if you don't switch it on there's no power flowing through but when you switch it on light comes when we begin to act our faith then the power of God is there for, for fulfillment so he says here verse 17 even so faith if it hath not works is dead being alone that's why with our lips we confess and with our hearts we receive we become Christians when we confess we are Christians and in our heart we receive it verse 18 says yeah man may say Thou hast faith and I have works show me thy faith without thy works, and I'll show thee my faith by my works James is speaking the apostle that he gives a very interesting scripture 19 of James chapter two, thou believest that there is one God, thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble. So it's not enough just to say I believe God. I believe God. People keep saying it. Do you do, you do that? You, you believe that there is a God. Do you go to church? Do you read your Bible? Do you pray? Do you communicate with Him? Your actions don't show you believe in God or you have faith in God. So it says even the devils believe and they tremble. Huh? So you see, you are not the only one who believes there is God. (laughs) But have you accepted Jesus? That is the action of your faith. Do you know him as your Lord and personal Savior? Give your life to him. Find a Bible-believing church to go to. And that will change your life. give your life to Jesus and remember as you confess your faith for your healing and deliverance act it out that is why at crusades they say throw down those clutches place your hands on that part of your body that you are sick check out your body that is the action of faith move the limb move that hand move your neck and you will be healed so normally After a prayer of faith is said you must exercise your faith by acting it or speaking it are you listening to me so today as I'm going to pray for you if you are sick I want you to act it move that part of your body get out of that bed walk rise up throw down those clutches open your eyes and see That is the action of your faith. And God will do great and mighty things. Now let me read a scripture in Exodus. My Bible is sticking together, sorry. In Exodus chapter 15, I want to read a scripture. Verse 26. And said, If thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, if you would listen to his word, and the word is diligently, diligently means pay attention to it with all ears, to the voice of the Lord thy God, and do that which is right in his sight, action, do, and will give ear, stretch forth, bend forth, to, to hear what God is saying, to his commandments. Keep all his statutes. Keep them. Learn them. I will put none of these diseases upon thee. Which I have brought upon the Egyptians. Then he says one of my favorite scriptures. For I am the Lord God that healeth thee. And the word is translated in the Hebrew. I am the Lord God your doctor. I have been healed many times by God. I have been given medicine in dreams and visions. And woke up and I was totally healed, set free and delivered. One time I was so tired and exhausted I was getting broken. I was scared that I could even not rise up the next morning. So one of my passes followed me and I lay on the sofa in my home. And as I lay on that sofa pain all over my body racked with pain. And then I asked him to play a particular South African song. I love you, Holy Spirit, with all my heart. And the song, I kept repeating, repeating, repeating. Then I slipped off into sleep and he left. And all of a sudden, I find myself on a flight, first class. No arranged seats, seats arranged, nothing in the aisle. People seated comfortably, talking and chatting with each other. But it's like there was a long table, food set on it. Everybody went and took what they wanted to eat. Nobody said don't. So I found myself there, and I said, what's going on here? Often if they are eating, I also want to eat. So I went there, I saw the food there, some kind of a sauce. But something like fish, it was the same thing, but brown sauce, white sauce, yellowish sauce, but with the same kind of, should I say, fish. So I took a bowl of it and ate then I got up. It was about 12 midnight. I had been lying there from about 4 o'clock. So I looked around me. I found out that I could, I could rise up myself. I could walk. No pain in my body. I was totally whole. So I asked God, what's happening? What did I eat on the flight? And he said to me, you partook of the food my children did In the wilderness manna. I said. When it entered my mouth. It melted. And became a part of my body. And brought healing. That is why the Israelites were 40 years in the wilderness. And no one was sick. Receive healing right now. By the stripes of Jesus. We were made whole. He carries healing in his wings. Upon them that fear him. He's is the Lord God our doctor exodus 15 26 receive your miracle move that part of the body now in jesus name god bless you his word his power his presence have a wonderful week bye for now hello guys you just listened to his word his power his presence with bishop dr victor saying i personally invite you to family chapel international escuchas ese rugido